Okay. All right, you guys, I want to tell you a story. A story about a guy named Uncle Eric. Uncle Eric was a missionary in China. Do you have an Uncle Eric? Oh, yeah, well, this is a different Uncle Eric. He lived in China, and World War II happened. Have you heard about that? It was a really awful war, and people, yes, that different countries attacked other countries, and one country called Japan attacked China. And they put all the foreigners, people from the United States and people from Canada and from England and Scotland, they put them all in a prison camp. And they were they had to live in like a prison. Uncle Eric, you know what he did? He taught the kids school there. You see, there were a lot of kids there. And lots of them, some of them didn't even have their parents with them. They were all alone. And it was really hard for them. But Uncle Eric taught them school. And he was in charge of their sports. So he taught them soccer and he would referee their games. They had a lot of fun with Uncle Eric. He was a good teacher. He helped a lot of people. But you know what? Uncle Eric was actually someone kind of famous. And these kids, they didn't even know that. But Uncle Eric was a famous guy. His name was Eric Little. He was a very, very fast runner. So fast, he won an Olympic gold medal. Olympics is where all the runners and all the people from all the countries around the world, they send their best and they compete in different sports. So he was a very fast runner. He won a gold medal. And you know what? He also set a world record. He set a world record. But you know what? The thing about him is that he left all that fame. He left his gold medals and all that stuff to go to China. He chose something better than a gold medal and better than making money and being a famous person. He cared about people. Yeah. And he wanted them to know about Jesus. Jesus was more important than gold medals. You see, Jesus gave up his life to save people from their sins. And you know what? If you know Jesus, you'll never be alone and he'll always take care of you. Jesus' people, like Uncle Eric, Uncle Eric knew Jesus, and he shows us a little bit of what Jesus is like. You know, I want to be like Uncle Eric because he chose the best thing. He chose Jesus, and you guys can too. You can choose Jesus, and he's better than anything else that you could buy. If you could have a million dollars, Jesus would be better than that. That'd be pretty. A million dollars would be a lot, hey? Yeah. But Uncle Eric chose Jesus, and he was a he was a friend to people who needed a friend. 
I want you to think about that story, okay? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a message from the Bible now. And you know what? Oh, by the way, here's some pictures. Pictures. This is Uncle Eric. I forgot to show you. That's Uncle Eric, people. And that's him when he's running. He's running a race. Look at him. Look at him going. You can have. You can hold that book if you want, and you can look at it. Do you know what? Um, Uncle Eric, Eric Little, reminds me a great deal of the woman in our text this morning. She gave a great gift. She gave an extravagant gift that seemed wasteful. It seemed foolish to those who loved the world. But it was a gift that was honored by Christ. So as we look at our text this morning, as we consider Mark chapter 14 and look at the first 11 verses, we're going to look at this woman's gift, the gift that was given, was a gift that was also despised, and it was a gift that was honored going to read Mark chapter 14 verses 1 to 11. It was now two days before the Passover and the feast of unleavened bread and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him by stealth and kill him for they said not during the feast lest there be an uproar from the people and while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper as he was reclining at table, a woman came with an alabaster flask of ointment of pure nard, very costly. And she broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for them, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him. Here, devotion for Christ is contrast with great disloyalty. And love for Christ here is set against the background of the hatred of the Jewish leaders. They sought to kill Him. Verses 1 and 2. And Judas, who sought an opportunity to betray Jesus at the end of our text this morning, 
in the middle, we have this extravagant gift that is contrast with the hatred of the world for Christ. In the middle of a world that hates Christ, there are those like this woman who anoints the head of Christ, who know Christ, who love Him, and offer their best to Him. We want to look at this story and and Mark tells the story of this woman's gift this way, beginning in verse 3. And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at table, a woman came and she had an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard. It was very costly. And Mark says that she broke the flask and poured it all over his head. John's Gospel in John chapter 12 verses 1 to 8 gives us more information. They have more details about the woman's gift, how she she, uh, poured it over his head. She also wiped his feet. We're even told the name of the woman. Mary, Lazarus' sister. But you know, I think it's interesting for Mark He really is very simple in this narrative. Some of his accounts, he gives a lot more detail, like calming the storm. You can almost picture being there in the middle of the boat. But here it's very simple. Because he wants us to see the main thing. He wants us to see the gift given. It wasn't so important who the woman was as it was the love that she gave. So Mark records that a woman came to anoint the head of Christ, which was a common courtesy to do that, to anoint the heads of a guest, to bless them in that way. But in doing this, she gave a very extraordinary gift. She broke open a jar of alabaster stone. It was a a, a precious jar for some precious perfume. And inside that jar of alabaster stone was expensive oil. A perfume extracted from the, the root of a very rare plant. It didn't grow in Palestine. It grew in, in the mountains in northern India. called Spikenard. And a family might sacrifice for years to own a jar of Spikenard like that. But she poured it out, all of it, over the head of Christ. She wasn't thinking about how much it cost. She was thinking about her Lord. She gave a great gift. She poured it all upon his head because she had a great love for Christ. 
Nothing was too costly. Nothing could be spared for someone as precious as her Lord. This was a gift well given. And those who loved the Lord will recognize that. That he, he is so worth it. Extravagant as the gift was. And it's hard for us sometimes to, to wrap our brain around how much something like that was worth. But as extravagant as it was, it was worth it. Because she, she loved Christ and she knew His worth. But some were angry. It was not merely a gift given. It was a gift despised. Those who were angry were angry because they did not share this woman's love. Let's read verses 4 and 5. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. You know, Mark is remarkably restrained here too. He doesn't name names. He just says some. And that some is general enough that it's, it might include anyone who does not value the Lord Jesus Christ. But we know from John chapter 12 that it was Judas who was the first to speak against the woman. And we will see how Judas responds. He was the one who said, why, what a, what a waste. This could have been sold. All that money and given to the poor. But you know what John said was in Judas' heart? He wanted to pilfer from that money. He wanted to take a portion so that he could have a little bit more pocket change. Mark records the disdain in the hearts of these men for this woman's gift. They were indignant. They were upset. And they let it be known in what they said. They scolded her publicly. They saw her act of love and they called it a waste. Now they claim that the reason for their disdain is concern for the poor. It sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Shouldn't we give to the poor? Listen to Jesus' response in verse 7. He says, whenever you want, you can do good for them. Jesus isn't condemning a rightful concern for the poor in the right place. But He is condemning those who would judge another's gift, a gift for the Lord Jesus Christ, when He is not going to be here forever. He was not going to be around for Mary to anoint her Lord in a week's time. 
if their only concern was for the poor, they could get right to that any day they wanted. But in truth, their trouble is they do not value Christ. They snort and they scold because in their hearts they counted 300 denarii, which is a year's worth of wages. Now do you see how extravagant a gift this was? Thirty grand, one hundred grand poured on the head of one man. They thought that too great a gift for their Lord. They would be content if a portion was poured out. But they cannot bear the thought of giving all. So they pretend piety while hiding hearts that were themselves unwilling to give such an extravagant gift to their God. We certainly know what they would have done if they had that perfume, and it wouldn't have been to offer it to their Lord. But Jesus does not despise the gift. He is delighted. He is delighted with this woman's act of love. Hers was a gift honored by Christ. Listen to verses 6 through 9. And Jesus said, leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you. And whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. She gave what she had. She did a good deed to honor her Lord. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial, our Lord said in verse 8. Our Lord Jesus saw her act of love in light of His coming death. And it seems that in faith, though she may not have understood the, the whole picture, she recognized that it was time to honor her Lord in such a way. She anointed a king who was about to die. And her gift was not in vain. For Christ declared that she will be honored wherever the gospel is preached. She did not lose what she gave to God. For He gave her an honor far greater. Eternal glory. And a name worthy of honor among all the saints. Her act comes with the commendation of Jesus. He says this was a a gift well given. A deed well done. Oh, that we would be more like her. That we would not hold anything back from our Lord. But there was one there who would have nothing to do with Christ. Verses 10 and 11. Then Judas Iscariot 
who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him. The disloyalty of Judas is the very opposite of the woman's devotion. Here we see very clearly that he was one of those who scoffed. He did not value Christ at all. For being a companion of Jesus, he traded his Lord for money. You can only serve one master, Jesus had said. Matthew 6, 24. Judas knew that. He had heard that from the very beginning of his time with Christ. Judas made his choice. He chose money as his master. Well, there's a simple lesson here in this woman's devotion and the disloyalty of Judas. The difference between those who are devoted to Christ and those who are disloyal. The difference between those who gladly give themselves to Christ at great cost and those who consider it a waste. It's a matter of what they love. It's a matter of whom they would serve. Friend, It is a poor choice to lose your soul for the glitter of gold or the pleasure of a few moments of applause. Watch that you do not love the world. For a little greed is all that it takes for Satan's snare to twist you away from Christ. Think of the glory of Christ, who is God Most High. Yet He did not hold back His own self, but being rich, He became poor. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Being rich, He became poor so that by His impoverishment, we might become rich. How can we hold back pouring a single drop of our heart's affections when He's poured out His own infinitely precious blood for the salvation of His people? Brothers and sisters, there is no loss when you hold nothing back from Christ. There is no such thing as too much devotion to Christ. Others may think it a waste. Family may scoff and grumble when you speak so much of Christ. Friends may think you foolish that you would give so much to missions out of love for lost souls and lands where you cannot go. Your neighbor might think it a waste that you spend so much time at the homeless shelter with those poor souls. What good will that do 
they laugh. Such people would gladly give $2 to the children's hospital, donate some soup cans to the local food drive, and feel good about themselves, and give no more, and there's nothing wrong with doing those things. But those same folks could not fathom someone giving their last penny, like the poor widow that Jesus commended in Mark chapter 12, verses 41 to 44. They could not fathom emptying your bank account for Jesus Christ. What fools they think. Do not heed them. To give oneself time, money, body, soul, to Christ is not too precious a gift. No cost is too great to give to such a great Lord. Do you hold back yet? Think how He poured out His soul unto death for you. Will you now hold back something from Him? Friend of Jesus, think, what will you offer Him this week? Will you offer to Him just a little of this and a little of that? Does Jesus have your leftovers only? Or does He have the first place in all your doings? When is the last time that you spent an hour in prayer? The last time that you devoted an afternoon to studying the Word of God, seeking to know His will. When did you last pause your busy life to serve someone in need, to be as Christ to them? Folks, this isn't about a list of do's and don'ts here. This is a matter of love. Your affections affect your actions. Your affections affect your actions. And we love, the Apostle John says, because He first loved us. Those who love the world will not be in love. Those who love the Lord will not be in love with the world. We will return His love. with our whole person. And that love will show in the choices and sacrifices that people make. Eric Little gave up fame and comfort to serve God in China. Mary gave her life savings just to honor Jesus. What difference has Christ's sacrifice made upon your life? What will be known about you when you die? Will it be said, He loved Jesus. She was devoted to Christ. Or, He betrayed Jesus. 
He betrayed Christ for more in his bank account. She chose her family over Christ. Nothing seems more wasteful to those who love the world than to give all to Christ. But nothing, nothing is too costly to those who love the Lord. Do you love Him? Do you know the great love with which He has loved you? Remember the woman and her gift then. It was a gift despised by the world, but it was a gift that was well given. A gift that was honored by her Lord and Master. A gift that teaches us that there is nothing that is too precious to give to our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.